0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. See the good in others and the good in the situation whenever possible it can never be a bad thing. And there has to be that one person that sees the good. There has to be. So if you have a shirt, all we have is the present and someone sees that, you're like, they like, whoa. And they start to think about it. Like that raises the consciousness, even just the littlest bit. Hello, hello friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age podcast with me, Rohini. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Um, guys, we hit 1 million downloads, which is so crazy to me. Like, I just remember seeing um, what the What We Said podcast with Chelsea and um, JC. I used to listen to that. That was like the first podcast I think I ever listened to. And um, I remember their bio said like over 1 million downloads. And I was like, what? That is so many downloads. And now that's us. We hit 1 million downloads. That's just so crazy to me. Oh, and I'm just so, so grateful for all of you guys. And literally, that would not be possible without you. Like, I think I think it's kind of funny when people say that because it's like, well, duh. Like, it's literally not possible to have downloads without an audience. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to everyone who's like sticking around because I know the podcast has definitely changed um, its tone a little bit started off just being I don't even know what it was at the beginning just like chatty and fun and just talking about I don't know just girly things and now it's like getting really deep so um for all of you who are just finding the podcast now or have stuck around I love you thank you so much and I'm just so excited so excited for this vehicle like the podcast has really been the way that I can explore myself in real time so I'm very, very grateful for that and for all of you. So let's get into this episode. Um, we're going to be talking about just the things that have been on my mind this week, as it just has kind of been all the last episodes. But uh, this week, mostly going to be talking about how we're not separate and how we are all connected and how we're all really one. So get ready. Um, let's get into it. Okay, so this podcast topic for today kind of was prompted. I've just been thinking about this this whole week because it's something that is like it's the universal underlying truth of our whole existence (laughs) is that we want to be connected and we want to have connection. And every spiritual teaching that I've learned so far and all these amazing philosophers and really smart people keep emphasizing like we are not ever alone. Like what I do, someone else feels like if I lie, then there's an effect of that somewhere. Or if I, you know, like very big example, like if you, um, like kill someone <laughs> like that is felt too. Like all these things are all felt. And, and when they're, there's like, there's a collective consciousness, I guess that's the main there's a collective consciousness, and um, we can f- we can feel like during COVID it felt so fucking heavy. Like we we're all at home, separate, but like the energy was just so so heavy. And basically, like when you realize that what you do affects the whole, your life has a lot more meaning and also a lot more like like weight to it. So basically. Um, there's lots of concepts and ideas that the only way that... This is going to be a pretty deep episode. I mean, I don't even know why I make disclaimers anymore because they all get fucking pretty into it. But there are these theories that the only way that our our uh, race will survive, our hum- human race, is if we... Uh, evolve the consciousness to a higher state of consciousness so that we are all caring for each other. We're all, you know, leading with love and gratitude. And also most importantly, leading with love towards the earth and really appreciating the earth. And that's the only way forward basically. Like it's, it's not going to happen any other way. Like the, the number one route, like that's going to get us there is by people connecting to them themselves connecting to their souls connecting to this like deep love and gratitude that is within everyone um and th- that's the way that it's going to happen like and so I think that really also just hits it home that like doing doing work on yourself and getting to know yourself and um getting into spirituality or going to therapy or going to yoga or doing these things like it's like yeah self-care hot girl summer but like no bitch. Like we're, we're out here raising the collective consciousness. Like we're trying to save the fucking planet by healing our traumas. Like it is, it is really deep. And it is because once you feel healed and you, f- or, or start to feel healed and you feel like you have this room, like this knowledge that you've learned in this deep sense of love and gratitude, like once you feel that you can't not talk about it. Like you want to tell everyone and you want to be like, yo, get in on this. Like this is the best thing ever. Like, you want to bring the love, your loved ones in. You want to tell strangers about it. You want to, like, say hi and smile to people on the street. Like, once this is in your body and your being, you just want to explode it everywhere. And that's the point. Like, once someone gets to that point of feeling really good and feeling grateful and present and, you know, having the tools to deal with the nuisances and the, the traumas and all of that, then they can share it with someone else. And then that person can start the journey and that person raises their consciousness. And when you raise your consciousness, everything goes along with that. You start being a lot friendlier just in general, you are way more patient. So you're not as aggravated. There's less tension in your life. You're much more appreciative of nature. So you tread a little bit lightly, more lightly on the earth and you appreciate nature. And just honestly, giving gratitude to nature and to mother earth is like, so huge and so needed and this I'm going on a slight tangent here, but hopefully it'll circle back. I just heard recently. So mother earth, you know, that's the ultimate feminine, the divine feminine um, in its ultimate form It's mother earth. And one of the characteristics of the feminine, because I'm learning about that, that's the spiritual fellowship I'm in. We're learning about the sacred masculine, divine feminine, and sacred union. Um, and the feminine, it just, the feminine is everywhere. The feminine is everything. Um, and one of the feminine qualities is to, like, observe the chaos around around her. Observe all the chaos and all the, the the bad stuff and the hard stuff, but still hold this, like, presence, this loving presence. Like, the way that I first thought of it is a mom, you know? A mom with a bunch of kids, like, Five kids running around they're breaking stuff. They're, they're yelling they're making messes But like she's still holding it down and she's still grounded and she's still rooted and they always know that she's there for them No matter what and that is the same exact thing as the earth So this really like painted a good visual in my mind. That's what I'm sharing it So if you're imagining mother earth is that mom with all the unruly kids running around making a mess breaking things um, and not respecting her ultimately it's like it's it's okay because she she understands and she knows and she loves everyone even if they're not respecting her because she's just holding holding it down and she's she's rooted in that like divine love so that's pretty cool I think that really like painted a picture for me and it just it's just added so much more like every day now um, I'm gonna start like just offering deep gratitude to Mother Earth and to the planet every single day because you know I believe you know, we're, we're all energy and there is energy and there is a frequency. And I know like this is all scientifically proven. I just can't, I've never been able to spit facts. Like I cannot literally, if I learn something, I will not be able to repeat it. Exactly. Right. Especially with numbers. I can't do it. My brain just doesn't like, Sawyer and I is like, damn, you are really bad at that. And I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't work like that. I can explain concepts, but I can't explain like numbers and facts. So, Uh, If you are wanting to get more into this, Joe Dispenza, I um, texted in the texting thing, I texted a really, really interesting podcast that he was on. Well, it was actually just a recording of one of his lectures, but he is, he's the one that's like changing the game and he's, like he has scientists and um, like brain specialists recording all of the effects, all of the, the energy in the room. Like he can measure that scientifically, he can measure people's brains during meditation and when they have um like an enlightened like they're kind of enlightened in their meditation he can record that on the brain scan like he's doing crazy cool shit like he is literally he's 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 one of the people that is absolutely changing the changing the world like i really do believe that um so if you want to learn more just just dive in just get into his um his books let's see what is the one that Oh, Breaking the Habit. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So that's a great one to start with. I'm just starting it. Um, but the reason why I have, I've, I've, I've heard about him for a while, and my friend Bailey is super into him because he does amazing work with helping people heal, teaching people how to heal themselves from all kinds of diseases and illnesses and things. But, so he's always been on the back burner, and like I've always known about him. I have one of his books that I haven't read all the way yet. But basically, when we are in Austin... Um, one of Sage's employees and also friends, Jen and Phil, they both work for Serpco they're a couple, this is a tangent, um, they started doing the Joe Dispenza meditation, it's called like running water or something, um, they started doing that like months ago and it's completely changed their lives, like a humongous difference in their lives, they do it every day, it's an hour, and I was around them for a week, we saw them every single day, and Jen is such a powerful manifester. It is literally insane. Like, I've never seen such fast manif- manifestation happening, like, right in front of me. Like, everything that she would she would ask for and inv- visualize, it would happen within, like, a day, if not hours. Like, this, we were going, um, tubing with the whole team, and it was 98 degrees, it was a Saturday, it was so packed, like, half of Texas was there going out to inner tube, or float the river, Whatever. And there was all these parking lots, and they were all full. Like, it was jam-packed. There was no room. Sage and I and our car, like, circled around a bunch of times trying to find a parking spot. And there was nothing. Like, it it was impossible. There was people in the road. It was so chaotic. Like, it was, there was no way you're going to get a parking spot. And so we drove around, we finally found parking. And Jen um, was, like, kind of stressed, I guess. And then in the car, she did, like, a quick little meditation and visualized them finding a parking spot right Right, right by the river in the shade, easy access. And she visualized all of us getting our tubes easily, not having to wait in line and getting in the river and the whole thing going like super smoothly. And they literally found a parking spot right by the river in the shade, exactly what she asked for. And like, I know that's just one thing, but it was so specific and the, the whole shit was so packed. Like the entire parking lot was so packed and we didn't have to wait in line. The manager came out and she, She saw our group and was like, hey, and then she said, hey, I called earlier and both it just went so smoothly and there was also all these other examples throughout the week that she told me like after it happened She's like, oh my god, I meditated about that this morning and it just happened Same with phil like it was so fast so I just was really in awe and It was also really cool because I had just met them and they're such fucking cool people like I love jenna We hung out every day, but anyway um like, just meeting them, like, we're there for a business trip, and, like, I knew that Sage's team is super dope, but, like, I didn't know that we were just gonna connect on that, like, super deep spiritual level, literally instantly. We met them the first night and had the best conversations, and I was, like, holy shit, like, when that happens, it's so cool, and it really is, like, to me, noticing that the universe is bringing me more people like that is so, so cool, and, like, I yeah I'm just really really amazed and like grateful by that so she's helping me expand my mind in certain areas like with the meditation and just kind of reminding me to get back into manifestation like to to really focus on like visualizing and feeling that gratitude and feeling those feelings because I don't like I don't really do that in my meditations Um, so she like kind of sparked that within me but then she's also really wanting to get more into spirituality so I was telling her a lot of stuff that I have learned and like we did an oracle card reading it was just so so fun so anyway, that was a long tangent, but that basically was saying that Joe Dispenza completely changed their lives and they're manifesting things so 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 quickly. So if you guys want to get more into that, definitely would recommend checking it out. And yeah, so back to the thing that we're not separate. So this morning I was meditating, and I asked um, like for a message for you guys, like for my texting squad. Um, and again, if you guys want to join, I've had some people DM me asking for the number. It's 425-307-4905. That's the number if you guys want to join the texting thing. Um, so this was a message that I channeled for my listeners, my audience. Um, okay, so it just said, unlearn, break the chains that are making you small, the chains that, the chains that lead you to believe you're alone on an island. We're all connected. What you do, she feels. What I do, he feels. Unlearn that you are small and can't achieve greatness. You have always been great. You have always exuded love from the moment you were born. You have always been on this earth for a purpose. The purpose is that love. It has always been. Unlearn and unlearn until you remember your purpose. So that was the message today, and I was like, oh damn. Cause I it's not like it's not me, you know? Like maybe parts of my subconscious are going into that message, but like it, it's not me. It's a separate. It's a separate voice from my own mind babble. Um, so that's pretty cool. The messages are always really, really interesting and spot on. Um, so yeah, we're not separate, you know. And like, the I can feel when I'm acting as if I'm separate and acting as if I'm a part of the whole, like. If you can just start to pay attention to the energies in the room. Like a good example is when I went in PCC the other day in the grocery store, just being really aware of like all the energy in the room and how you are affecting the energy. Like what are you bringing into the room? How are you acting? like Are you aware of where other people are? Like with their shopping carts? Are you smiling at people? Are you, like, just being friendly with the cashiers? And, like, what do you, you know, what's the energy that you're bringing? And also, once you can sense that, like, you can sense other people, like, oh, they're having a bad day, or, oh, they're really stressed, and you can kind of, like, send them some good energy, too. And it can be really subtle, but just starting to pay attention to that is really, really cool, because I think, like, one of the reasons why I want to have a cafe and why I want to have, like, a bar or a and b is because, if you can create, a, if someone like a designer or a team or whatever can create a space that just has such good energy, like the conversations that happen in the space are amazing. Like I've been in, like the bar I was in the other night with Jen. we had like such a deep conversation. We both were crying. Like it was so, so deep, so spiritual. And the energy in the bar was so, so good. And like those type of conversations can't really happen in certain places. Like you, the space needs to have the, the good energy that you can go there and go deep and feel safe enough to get into those conversations. So like the bar was just super moody lighting and there was really cool like disco lights going around and the host and our waiter were so fucking cool. Like they were, our waiter was like happy as hell. He was dancing around, he was shaking his ass. He was like being super funny and chatty with us and he just was really, really cool. Like he had the best energy. Everyone in the bar had the best energy. The food was bomb, like the music was really good. It was comfy, like it was just really good vibes and so that those good vibes and the energy that all those all those employees and all the managers and all the team like the intentions and the energy that they put into that space helped facilitate a really good conversation between jen and i and like those things you can completely overlook them but it's it's a real thing like if i think back to the best conversations i've had in coffee shops or in bars there's a certain energy in that. So, like, if you are a part of, a, of a, a workforce or an office or a restaurant or whatever, like, kind of being mindful of what energy you're bringing in and where where is everyone at. Like, especially if you're, like, in a management position or something like that, you know, like, that shit is so powerful. So, I just think, like, the energy and intention with literally everything um, is really, really powerful and that if you can remember, like, oh, this is a part, this is just my part in this whole, and like, I'm I'm gonna give it my all and give it my best and and do it with love, and like, it'll be for my highest good and everyone's highest good, like, if you're, you know, a designer, I don't know, and you're designing a space, you're like, okay, if you just have that intention, like, this space will facilitate great conversations, open hearts, and um, like, the energy that is felt in the space is to, to the benefit of everyone's highest good, like, just, holding that energy in that space and putting just a little bit more focus and intention in the work is really really powerful um yeah because you can feel you can feel the energy like if, when people come in my office they're like "Ooh, oh because ooh. I meditate a lot in here and I write in here and there's crystals and I sage it and like there is an energy that's different in this room than the rest of the house um yeah so <laughs> let me have a sip of my latte this is another thing too because there is there is a darkness <laughs> there is darkness I think I talked about it a little bit on the last episode that like black smoke and fog there is that that is real that is a real part of this world and this earth in our experience that's real thing. So I I think that like darkness and that mindset of, you know, nobody matters what we do doesn't matter. We're just gonna, you know, grind until we die. And like, it doesn't matter if I steal and it doesn't matter if I lie or cheat. And like, none of that matters. It doesn't matter if I bully people or I mean, or I whatever, like that energy, that same exact energy wants you to believe that your kindness and your love doesn't matter. But that's the biggest hunk of bullshit I have ever experienced. And I finally, like, have felt that for myself because, again, I keep bringing up, like, the whole cancelling thing. But really, that was the most impactful moment in my life. So a lot of my, like, deep revelations came from that. But just going through that and, like, almost being convinced that my positivity and my my, like, love and happiness and gratitude was a bad thing. Like, I almost was convinced. I was like, shit, toxic positivity... Damn, but no, like no, toxic positivity is the biggest, like, oxymoron, whatever I've ever heard. Like, that is just shows, like, how there is this sickness. Positivity is never, can never be toxic. If you're coming from a place of grounded love and open heartedness, that can never be a bad thing. And wanting to see the good in others and the good in the situation whenever possible can never be a bad thing because there are oftentimes. Many people in that same situation seeing only the bad and there has to be that one person that sees the good There has to be, you know, we none of us would be here if there wasn't that one person that saw the good in something Does that make sense? So like if the only thing that you can do today if you are, you know, not feeling that good about yourself in certain areas if the only thing you do today is just be kind and be a little bit more positive and like spread some kindness and love and good energy If that's all you do, you've done a lot. So don't let anyone convince you otherwise, because if you can show up to whatever you're doing just with an open heart and with love, that is so fucking powerful. So, so powerful. And that has way more of an impact than you think. Like, think about how, you know, you're going about your day, I don't know, you go and get coffee and someone, a random stranger compliments you. You remember that, that kicks off your day. You get flooded with happiness and you just feel really good and you smile and you feel gratitude. And that kicks off your whole day. Like, those energies are real. And if you can be that person that brings positive energy and the compliments and the love and just the acceptance. Like, you know, when you're in a conversation and you can feel that the other person is really, like, listening and accepting you and holding holding the space and, like, is open to whatever comes up, it's very transformative. Like, if that's the person that you can be, like, be it, be it, be it, be it. Be it. and And give yourself gratitude for that you know, like that is a huge fucking deal. It's a huge deal. And I think sometimes our culture tries to get us to feel like it's not a big deal because our culture is one that, uh, people who, you know, rise to the top and do all that it takes to get there. Those are, those are sometimes the people that are awarded and they're in the limelight. People that are not in this. So there's, like the, the, this, oh my God, let's see if my brain can do this right now. Um, in Charles Eisenstein's book, The More Beautiful World Our Hearts Knows Possible. Um, I haven't read all of it. It's very like heavy, but he talks about, um, oh God, the illusion of separateness, something like that. So there's this illusion that we are separate and people that are, Rising to the top at all costs without considering what their company is doing to Mother Nature, without considering that their employees are making, like being treated horribly and not making enough to live on, without considering that their company culture is terrible and there's like lying and abuse and all these things. Like, if they're rising to the top without considering any of those things, they're just turning a blind eye and they're like, well, whatever, it'll all be worth it in the end. Like, no. No, it won't. And that's, that's the illusion of separateness because all of those things have an effect on the whole, you know? So like if we can be those people that are the ones that are not under the illusion of separateness, that we are convinced that everything we do is part of the whole. And so we do it, we do it 10 times better and we put 10 times more love into it and we're, we're open and we're grateful and we're spreading that, like, and we're considering the effects. We're considering our employees, and we're considering the effects on Mother Nature, and we're we're thinking about all that. That is very, very, very important and very powerful. And although it might seem like those people that are not considering all of the negative effects of what they do might seem like they're at the top, like we always hear about all these things about celebrities and blah blah blah, all these scandals coming out. Like you're like, why are they? Why are they successful? You know, they don't really seem like a good person. Why do they get all of it? Because I think there has to be those mirrors and there has to be those examples. But all of it is still felt. Like they, I believe karma is a real thing. And it's, it's not even karma. It's it's energy. Like it's all still felt. And they are affecting the consciousness in a certain way. And hopefully one day they will realize what they what they are doing. And maybe not. And maybe in the next life they will, you know. So if we can be aware of that that's going to literally change the world and i like i'm so confident about that that like no literally no one can convince me otherwise because like i'm just so sure out of, out, out of after everything that i've heard and read and also meditation my own experiences and journaling and channeling and my psychic readings and my fellowship and so many books like and learning from all these great spiritual teachers it's all the same message it's all the message underlying is like we are all one and we are all connected and our purpose on this earth is to love that is the only reason that we're here and we just get confused but that is the whole purpose of us being born is that we are born knowing that we that our purpose is love and then we forget it and our whole purpose on this in this life is to remember that So if we can remember that at a young age, like, hey, I'm 23, we can remember that and really start to embody it. Like, who knows how amazing this life is going to be? Who knows how big of an impact we can have? Like, it's not a small, it's not a small thing. There's so much negativity and so much hatred and pain and anger and jealousy and darkness. There's so much of that. So like, if you can be the person that is like that, like beacon of light, it's going to, it's literally going to change the world. (laughs) and that's my belief. So um, I guess what I want to say after that, that little soapbox speech, is that um, I am going to start doing a course because I feel like that is the thing that I'm called to right now, and after the course, I'm going to set up like some type of retreat, I think, for next year, but I want to get the course figured out first. So, I would love to ask you guys listening, because you guys are my podcast fan, and you know where I'm at, you know what vibe I'm on, I would love it if you're open to it, and if you have any input, if you could either DM me on my podcast Instagram, or on, email me at the podcast, email actingmyhpodcast.gmail.com, if you could email me, or DM me, what you would like to hear in a course, like what you would like to learn, the topics you'd like to learn, and it can be really specific, like, Or if there's some, like, um, wound or, like, something that you want to heal, like, mention that. Because I have a lot of ideas and I have a lot of things that I like to talk about, obviously. But I really want to make sure that I'm hitting the main points and that it's organized in a good way. Um, Because I was talking with Jen and I've been, like, sharing a lot of things that I've learned and kind of, like, teaching her some things. And she's like, is that going to be in the course? Is that going to be in the course? I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Because I think for me, some of it seems, I think I just underestimate, like, I, I think I want to go too high level at, in the first course. Like, I think I need to start a little bit more, like, beginner and more introductory because I really want to bring people into this these basic concepts first before I hit them with the, like, boom, like, stuff that's going to really, you know blow your whole mind. Like I do want to have that too, but I think for this course it needs to start off somewhere, you know? So if you guys would be willing to share any topics that you think would be good, that you would like to learn about more, um, literally anything you can think of, I would be so, so grateful because I want, like, I want to hear from you because it is, it's for you guys, you know? Like this course is for you. Um, and I really like, not to get too, too easy, but I really do, like, this, I think this is my purpose, and, like, I think this is the right step towards my purpose, and, um, my psychic said, like, I am here to teach others their own light. That's literally what she said. I think I, I think I told you guys this, but she said there was an image of me kind of being, like, a fairy, and I go around, and I tap people's heads, and they remember, like, their light and their love, so that's fucking awesome. Also, like, (laughs) <laughs> kind of a lot of pressure, but I'm also super down and I'm really like grateful that I can be that person. So I think this is like the first step and I really, really, really want to do it well. And I'm really excited and nervous and all of the feels, but whenever I talk about it, I just feel like I get so lit up and I get so excited. So yeah. Um, if you guys have any input, I would love to hear and yeah, literally anything like I think it's going to be, I am trying to decide if I should just have a course where you pay one amount and then you get access to it or if it should be like a monthly thing and if I should have also like a membership. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out the details because there's a lot of different models out there. Like I also do want to have coaching and like have some group coaching and also I'm not sure about one-on-ones yet, we'll see. but. Literally, any, any input or anything you guys would be interested in, just let me know. I'd love to hear. And, yeah. Also, what other updates? The merch, I should... I'm just getting some other uh, sweatshirts and shirts in the mail, like, probably this week that I can shoot. I'm going to shoot some content with my friends to get it up for the website, for the Instagram and stuff. But the merch should be coming within the next, I would say, hopefully three weeks so save your monies because it's literally so so cute and I've been posting about it and everyone's like where's that shirt from where's that shirt and I wore one of the shirts and I got a compliment from um the we went it was in Maui and we, we went into this like very spiritual like good vibe cafe and she's like oh my god I love your shirt and I was like fuck yeah like it's so cool I, I want to be like yeah it's mine <laughs> it's my shirt it." but anyway the shirts and the sweatshirts are really really cute and they have Um, the shirt says, all you have, all we have is the present, which hot damn, that is fucking facts. (laughs) All we have is the present and the back has a bunch of like self-care tips on it that are super cute. And then, um, the sweatshirt says grateful to be here. And it has like the earth and mushrooms and butterflies. They're all so cute. And they're so me. Um, I like worked with the designer and got them all going and I really, really like them. So I hope you guys enjoy too. And that's another thing, like, oh yeah, so this makes you think of when we we're in Austin, there's all these beautiful art pieces all around Austin, like really empowering stickers and really cool, um, like bumper stickers and posters and graffiti, like that says like, I love you and you're amazing and all these really cool things. And like that, that raises the consciousness too. Like when you're walking and you see a sticker that's like, I love you, you're great. You're like, oh wow, thank you. Like, so if you have a shirt, all we have is the present, and someone sees that, you're like, they're like, whoa, and they start to think about it. Like that raises the consciousness, even just the littlest bit. Like these little little things that we do do have an effect. So if you're wearing a sweatshirt that says like fuck everyone, that's gonna be like ooh, someone's gonna read it and be like ah ooh, you know, there's an instant reaction. Or if they you read a sweatshirt that says like just grateful to be here, grateful to be here, they're like oh wow that's nice. You know, so these things are subtle, but they have an impact. They have, they make a difference, I believe. So, so yeah, that's my spiel. Oh, okay. I can talk about, um, a dream I had the other night. So I want to get more into the Jungian dream analysis, um, yeah, dream analysis, (laughs) because I've been learning a little bit about it, and it's so fascinating to me, Um, so basically, the other night, I had a dream, it was the first night back from Austin, first good night's sleep I had in a long time, and I had a really powerful dream, like, I sometimes remember my dreams, but not always, and if they stick around, like, I know that it's something to pay attention to, so I had a dream that I was in a truck, I was in the passenger seat, and in the driver's seat was one of my uh fellowship coaches um this guy who i perceive to be very masculine very like rooted in his truth he's um you know he writes beautifully he coaches others like he's very aspirational and he's very like rooted and honest and also funny so i like have all these perceptions of him he's in the driver's seat driving the truck we're on a windy road it's sunny outside and The windows are down and I'm like flirting with him like hardcore flirting. I really it's just obvious like I want to have sex with him Like that's the vibe and I keep flirting with him and we're talking and laughing and I'm being very playful And like flirting and very much like courting him trying to get him to want to have sex with me basically and I woke up and I was like hmm. I I was a little confused. because I'm like he's not really my type at all Like I've never really thought of him Like I think his personality and his essence is very attractive because he's very masculine but I never have been, like, attracted to him in that way, really. So I woke up, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I kept thinking about it. And then I just remembered what I've learned is that what peop- like, the people, your- like, <laughs> the people in your dreams and the symbols are not what you think it is. So, like, if you are having a sex dream with someone, it's not really that you want to have sex with them. Like, that's not what that means. So um, I was like, damn, okay, maybe it's actually that, i am courting and i am trying to bring in this energy because basically they said they say the Jungian analysis says that if there's a person in your dream and you're interacting with them pay attention to your perception of what that person is like what are the qualities that that person embodies for you so like for me seeing this guy he embodies Masculinity, um, being rooted in his truth, speaking his truth, um, coaching others, being very grounded and spiritual—like all these things that I definitely am trying to cultivate and call into my life. So, me trying to flirt and have sex with him is not actually me winding up sex. then it's like my subconscious. So, basically, sorry. This is, I'm hopefully you're following this. It's kind of all over the place. Um, dreams are a direct way that your subconscious connects with you. So they are like, there are messages in it. That is the way that your subconscious can talk to you directly is through dreams. So, um, I believe my interpretation of that dream is that my subconscious is like, Hey, this is, who, this is, this is this person that you kind of like idolize or look up to. I wouldn't say idolize, but look up to. And these are all these aspects, uh, that you want to bring into your life. Like here he is, here it is. Like, you're courting it. What are you going to do about it? Like, how can you actually embody these characteristics? Like, this is the next step, basically. So, the even cooler part was yesterday there was a live stream with all the coaches and my fellowship, and I we can ask questions, and I, I explained the dream and asked them, like, do you think my, um, like, analysis of this dream is correct? Because the, the coach that I was picturing in this dream is the one that is, like, very, very, very well versed at Jungian dream analysis. Like his whole life, he's been studying Carl Jung. Um, so I got to ask him. I'm like, hey, this dream. I wanted to have sex with you in it, and I'm pretty sure that's not what it was about. Um, and he was like laughing. He's like, yeah, no. You like, you don't actually know me in that way. You know, like I'm just a like me in your dream is just um, a representative of this energy. So this is what he said. What are the top two to three adjectives that this person represents for me? Um he is represented as the driver leading me towards this beautiful destination. If I step into that image of the part of me that is represented by this person, what would I do today? Allow it to guide you. So I think that's really cool. Like <laughs> it's just a whole nother aspect of life that's completely like neglected or like forgotten, I think, for so many people. Like I've never tried to get messages from my dreams before. Like I've never, I've just thought of my dreams as as dreams, but there's so much more. So I really, I asked Sage's Nana, his grandma, she's like one of the most um, well renowned Jungian um, therapists in the country. So I asked her, I'm like, do you have any book recommendations on Jungian dream analysis? Cause I really want to learn more. It's just so fascinating. Um, so, so yeah. I don't know, maybe that's like a sign for you guys. If you want to start paying attention to your dreams, um, if right, right when you wake up first thing, you can voice memo what it was or write it out on a pen and paper, but yeah, I'm like, shit. Okay. So what would I do to embody this, this person in my dream? Like it's guiding me and leading me and I just need to follow and listen. So, it's so cool. Oh, I love it. It's so interesting. Life is so fucking cool and interesting guys. I guess I'll just be honest, (laughs) be honest with where I'm at with my whole YouTube and Instagram everything. I really don't want to be on YouTube, (laughs) like I really don't right now. It feels like a big energy drainer and I just... I don't really want to be doing it, but again, just being honest, that is the only place my income is coming from right now is sponsorships, because I've had other income in the past, but that was all, you know, canceled, so that's my only income, and like, I know there are lots of, like, oh yeah, Sage has a good business, like, Sage has this, but, and that is true, like, we will, you know, be able to pay the bills, but there are still so many factors that go into it, like, there are so many things within running a company that has high paid employees that people don't understand. So, just because he has a profitable business that's doing well doesn't mean that he's taking home the cash because he invests in his company and his employees way before he pays himself. So, you know, that's not a given. And um, for me, I like, I pay someone every week to monitor my comments, I pay someone. By someone, I mean my followers. I always hire my followers. So I pay, I pay another person to do my thumbnails, and then I pay lovely Alessandra to do my podcast editing. So like, I have these weekly things that I'm already, you know, in that I pay people for. And at this point, I'm like, not making that much more than I'm already paying people for, <laughs> because I'm doing sponsorships and like, I can only do so many because I literally don't have the time to do more. So it's just very interesting. And, like, I need to do sponsorships to make money to let fuel these other things I'm doing. Because I'm paying for a really expensive spiritual fellowship. And I'm paying for my health course. And, like, I'm paying for all these things because I'm investing in myself. But then at the same time, I'm not really making that much money right now. So it's just, just like, ha. Ah, like, I just want this all to just click. And, like, I want the space and the time to be able to just fully dive into everything that I'm learning and not have to worry about editing a video and filming a video when I don't feel like doing it, but like, that is my, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm just trying to like, just bring a positive mindset to it and like not make it harder on myself than it needs to be like, just accept like, Hey, that's where you are Rahini. Just be grateful that you have this income, you have these opportunities. Um, and like one day you won't have to do this anymore. So, that's where I'm at right now because I really just, I just don't, less and less, every single day, I just don't care about the numbers, which is amazing because that was one of my main things that I really wanted to let go of, is having the control that those like numbers and followers had on me. So I'm like really letting that go, which is great, but then it's like, all I wanna do is have this this one-on-one connection, make an actual measured impact. Like the courses, okay, people will have, they will actually have some value that they will ingest and it will change them for the better in some way. And then that change will cause them to do this, this, and this, which will cause that like, like it's starting a chain reaction, you know, and I want that (laughs) and I want the one-on-one connection. Like I want to be able to coach people and talk to them and learn about their lives and actually have a connection and I want to have retreats and actually see people and feel people and give them hugs and like feel people. You know, that sounds weird, but you know what I meant. Give them hugs and like. I just don't. I don't want the. I don't want the internet. <laughs> but I know the internet is a tool. It's just a tool and it's a vehicle. And I've like taken my worth out of that. Like I, my worth is not no longer like lies within the numbers and the engagement and all that, which is dope because that was a big struggle for me. But now it's like like almost too far the other way where I'm just like fuck this dude I literally don't even want I don't want any of it but then I'm like no I do because that's how I connect with you guys I don't know I don't know if any of this this is just mind babbling but hopefully you pick up what I'm laying down like I'm just I'm so over this chapter of my life that it's all online and it's all intangible and I'm so into the tangible and the the, the profound and the deep and the spiritual and the meaningful, like. I don't, you know, I want to switch it up. So I am calling that into my life. And I know that I'm just learning right now, absorbing, like leveling up. And I'm going to start working on my course and start making it happen because I really want this next, this next chapter where it's meaningful and I have a purpose and it's my purpose is aligned with my purpose, you know, like my soul's purpose and my job purpose are aligned Cause right now they're not, <laughs> although the podcast is definitely in mind, but yeah, that's how I'm feeling. So, um, I'm excited, but I'm really am excited. Like imagining, so I've been, again, trying to get more into manifestation, like get back into it and like imagining this retreat with all these young women and we have delicious, like really light plant-based food um I someone's gonna cook like some nice chef in the area is gonna cook and everyone is just gonna be super open-hearted and sweet and loving and the space is going to be beautiful and people are going to really be able to share and be vulnerable and like be met and held with a lot of love and there's going to be like reiki healings and maybe uh tarot readings and or like palm reading or some like really cool stuff And we're gonna do a sound bath and we're gonna do guided meditation, we're gonna do yoga and like all this stuff. It's just gonna be it's gonna be so beautiful and there's gonna be incredible energy there, and everyone's gonna go home feeling so nourished and loved and like transformed. That's what I imagine. And I have not found that here in Washington. I've seen it a bunch in a lot in Austin. There's a big spiritual community there, a lot in California. Um, yeah, a lot in Texas, a lot in Arizona, um, and Miami, like, but I haven't, haven't found it here. I haven't seen it here. So I would love to start. I would love to start it and like, have it be cool and hip and like accessible, like, you know, cause there is room for all of that. Like there, Sage's mom goes to like retreats and, and, um, ceremonies and things, but that's like for her and her friends. Like I want some for my community, you know, that's like very beautiful, very aesthetically pleasing, like young people, like young energy, you know, wise souls, but like young energy. Um, so I'm really excited. And I also am really wanting to do ayahuasca. I think I've said that already, but I'm hoping that I will be able to go like in November, maybe go to Peru or Guatemala and do a ceremony. I really, really want to. I really want to have like a ceremony Last time I did mushrooms, I was like, yeah, I need to do this in a ceremony. Like, I don't think I can fuck around with doing this recreationally anymore. Like, I want to do this in a ceremony. And of course, that's just me. Like, that was my, that was my download from that time was like, you need to do this in a ceremony. Like, this, there's like work to be done here, basically, that you need a facilitator for. So, I definitely want to do that soon too. And, yeah. think that's everything i am so caffeinated right now it's ridiculous this weekend we're going right after this we're going up to Woodby, and this is the farm rave weekend which i'm so fucking excited it's gonna be literally so fun i'm gonna take lots of pictures and videos hopefully and i cannot wait to tell you guys about it oh it's gonna be so fun there will be substances and it will be very fun (laughs) so um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode Um, yeah, again, just letting my mind flow and whatever comes up, but I guess, yeah, the main takeaway is if the only thing you can do today is just bring love to the space and the people around you, you've done a lot. So you're awesome. I believe in you. You're a fucking bad bitch. You're a, you're a killer in a good way. You're a spiritual warrior gangsta, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? So yeah, you're fucking awesome and I love you. (music) Thank <music> you.